Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Today, I'm talking about making investments, not in Bitcoin or in the stock market. I'm talking about making a choice to invest in you, to invest in your marriage instead of paying whatever it costs to get divorced. You may wonder why I'm talking about saving your marriage if I'm a life coach that helps people dealing with divorce. Well, many of my clients are not divorced, but they're in difficult marriages and they need help figuring out when to invest more time, money, effort, and energy into their marriage and when to get out of it. I actually coach on this a lot. Before we get into the discussion, I want to make sure you understand. I know that sometimes divorce is the only option. Many people only choose divorce after trying for years to make things work and doing all that they possibly could to keep their marriage together, but ultimately chose divorce as a last resort. There are countless times that people have no choice. Their ex-spouse chose the divorce and they had no other option. I've got you. This was my case, and I love working with my clients in this situation. This is the perfect place to rebuild your life. You can have the life you want, and I help my clients create the lives they dream of. Coaching is life-changing and the best thing that you can do for yourself in this situation. My comments today are directed toward you if you are married and unhappy in your marriage. If you feel like your marriage is difficult and not fulfilling, if you feel like you and your spouse are just roommates and not connected and not really working together anymore, if you feel like it's your spouse's fault, if only they would change, if only they would do things differently, you could be happy with them. If you feel like you could be happier, if you just got a divorce, I want to talk to you today. Have you ever seen the show, Love It or List It? It's a fun HGTV show where they flip houses. But on this show, there are two hosts. One tries to convince the couple to sell the house and buy a new house. And the other one tries to convince the couple to stay in the old house. What's interesting about this concept is that whether they stay in the house or they sell it, they have to commit to making a significant investment of time and money either way. They either invest in fixing all of the repairs that they have to, that they have let go over the years, updating it, remodeling it, bringing it current inside and on the outside, or buying a new home. The process takes many, many months. You really don't know how long it takes on the show, but lots of times you can tell that it's a different season or even a different year 
because the scenery and the landscape has changed or babies have been born or the kids have grown afoot. Um, but you can tell it takes a significant amount of time. The process starts with the couple taking everything out of the house and the designer comes up with the plan to do all the repairs and everything necessary to fix the house, update it and remodel it and add all of the features they would want in order to stay in the home. While all of that is going on, the other host goes out looking all around the area for a new home that has everything they could possibly want. The interesting thing about this show is that almost every time the couple decides to stay in the home after it's fully remodeled and repaired and updated. It's always a surprise to me and my husband because we always think they should list it and go with the new home, but most people don't. They almost always stay because it's where they're comfortable and familiar and they've made memories there. Well, I want to compare your marriage or your current relationship to a house. Maintaining a home takes routine care regular inspections and improvements, remodeling and investing in those things in order to keep things operating and to make it thrive. When you don't take care of it, things fall apart, fall through the cracks and break. In a marriage, this results in broken systems and lost trust and in lost hope. When a relationship gets to this point, Many people start to look elsewhere to fulfill those missing things in their marriage relationship. They get the idea that something different would be better, that getting a divorce would get them out of this bad relationship into a new, better one. And the sad truth is that many times this is not true. Most of the time when people are divorced and start a new relationship, they bring all of their old broken systems and habits and patterns with them, and nothing is different in the new relationship. The interesting thing about the show is whether you love it or list it, the couple has to commit to a significant investment amount. This money is applied to the remodel so that whether they love it or list it, the investment is required. The couple still has to move out of the home completely. They have it thoroughly inspected. They repair all the damage and they rebuild, add on and remodel the home. If they choose to list it, this investment is recouped on the sale of the home and applied to the purchase of their new home. After all of this is finished, the couple is shown several new homes to look at purchasing, and then their updated, beautifully remodeled home. Then the couple must make a decision whether to stay in the home or sell it, love it, or list it. Marriage is just like a home without maintenance and routine care and inspections. Normal things fall apart, systems break down, people get stuck in bad habits and patterns. I want to offer you that investing in your mental health and in your current marriage 
is the most important work that you can do before you decide to leave. Let's first talk about divorce. The financial cost of divorce is extremely high. I just did a little bit of research and my findings vary depending on which state you live in and the number of disputed claims between the parties. But the average costs are similar across the country in legal fees to settle a divorce. It's about twenty to $30,000 per divorce. A person seeking a divorce can expect to pay ten dollars to $15,000 each to settle a divorce. That's crazy. And the cost increases significantly when there are children, business, or other significant marital assets. I have personally worked with clients who have spent well over $100,000 in legal costs to get divorced. And many times, those are just initial costs. There are ongoing for many, many years after a divorce. Anyone who's divorced can tell you this. Divorce does not end. It goes on and on. And there are issues that even if they're resolved initially, can become unresolved later on. And many times there are additional financial costs that go on for years and years after a divorce, adding thousands and thousands of dollars to those figures. The financial cost of divorce is outrageous, but the psychological, emotional costs of divorce are unmeasurable. During and after a divorce, the couple and all of the children involved as well as extended family members have to deal with the consequences of physically separating their lives, which is painful and emotional, but more important are the effects of separating a family psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually. It's really impossible to measure the costs of these consequences of divorce. When you lose a spouse to death, the emotional pain is expected. There's a defined grieving process that can make your distress understandable to both you and others. However, when a spouse is lost through divorce, many times people find themselves without a clear roadmap for how to process both the loss itself and the development of their new life, new identity separate from the marriage. For some people, divorce is a relieving in to a dissatisfying relationship, but for others, the disintegration of the relationship and the divorce itself cause deep psychological distress that keeps you from moving forward. For some, the common feelings of anger, resentment, confusion, fear, shame, and anxiety during and after the divorce take up permanent residency in your emotional makeup and wreak havoc on both your mental and physical health. This can be the case even if you were the one that chose to end a marriage. Divorce creates emotional turmoil for the entire family, but for children, the situation can be quite scary, confusing, and frustrating. For some children, parental separation isn't the hardest part. Instead, the accompanying stressors are what make the divorce the most difficult, like changing schools, moving to a new home, 
living with a single parent who feels a little more frazzled are just a few of the additional stressors that can make divorce hard on children. Financial hardships are also common following a divorce. Many families have to move to a smaller home, change neighborhoods, and often have fewer marital resources. All of this is to say divorce is incredibly costly. The financial costs are astronomical, but the emotional, social, and psychological costs are significant and far-reaching. They last for generations. We can't adequately measure the collateral damage caused from divorce. And I am speaking from personal experience. My parents were divorced when I was very young and I have been divorced. I understand that sometimes divorce is the best and only option available, but my counsel to you today is if you are considering divorce and have not considered in investing and improving yourself and your marriage first, do not do it. This also applies to those in a difficult or dysfunctional or broken marriage. There are significant costs to everyone in a family in this situation as well. They may not be as obvious or as easily identified until many years later, but I would suggest that the mental, emotional, and financial costs to staying in an unhealthy marriage are comparable to that of divorce. If you are unhappy in your marriage or relationship before you begin to consider divorcing, please take my advice and work on yourself. The only person who can make you happy is you. And this applies to you if you're married, if you're separated, or if you're already divorced. You may think that escaping a difficult marriage will bring relief and freedom. But if you are running from a troubled relationship, those things are just a mirage. You are still you after a divorce. So the best time to do the hard work of improving yourself is now. Start working on yourself today. Invest in your own mental and emotional well-being. Invest in coaching and counseling for yourself. Find out why you're not happy with your life and do the work of learning to meet your own needs. You are the best person for the job. It is not anyone else's responsibility to make you happy. Don't believe those sappy movie lines that someone else can complete you. If you depend on someone else to make you feel happy, you will always be chasing a fleeting emotion with no idea of how or why it came or left. You will constantly rely on others to give you something. You will be searching for some unknown thing or source of magic that does not exist. Find out how to meet your own needs. You are the best person for the job. Only you know what your needs and wants are, and it is not anyone else's responsibility to complete you. When you learn how to meet your own needs, you can just allow the people in your life to show up exactly how they are 
and add fullness and joy to your life. It is so sad to me how many people are willing to pay exorbitant amounts, even whatever it costs to get a divorce when they're not willing to invest time, effort, or money in doing the hard work of taking personal responsibility for their own happiness and well-being and coming together emotionally, mentally, and spiritually with their spouse. If you want to have a happy, successful relationship, you are going to have to learn how to do that either in your current relationship or your future one. And as I tell all of my friends and clients, the very best person to do that with is the father of your children. It is much harder to do the difficult work of changing yourself, coming together and overcoming years of bad feelings and patterns of behavior. It requires an investment. It takes a significant amount of time, effort, and money. And sadly, many people are more willing to quit on their marriage than make the investment necessary to rebuild it. It's heartbreaking to me. I believe that every marriage can be saved if both people are willing to make the investment necessary to save it. And I believe that you can do it, but you need help. As you have learned over the course of your marriage, we get into predictable routines and then we follow those same patterns and produce the same results. So it will require some help from the outside sources to help you both break the cycles that you've created in your relationship over the years. You will have to learn new ways to interact with each other. This is what I do. I can teach you the tools that I have to use in your life to help you stop those old memorized patterns of behavior that you're using now. It's like operating on outdated software. It can still run, but not as well as new software. I will teach you the new software and teach you how to use it. As we work together over the course of many months, you can practice it and I will give you guided instructions and help you debug and personalize it to your life and your marriage. I feel like every marriage can be saved if both people are willing to invest whatever it takes to repair the problems at the root cause. Most of the time, it's not an easy fix. Most often when a marriage is on the brink of collapse, it has taken a significant amount of time to get there. I also believe that any relationship can change significantly if only one person chooses to make changes. There have been practices and habits that have led to a marriage on the brink of collapse. And it's sad that many times people don't seek help until they're ready to quit. It's really strange in our culture, how, where we live, where couples don't want to talk about their problems or their issues or openly seek counseling or coaching. But when they've given up and decided to get a divorce, they will seek legal counsel immediately and invest whatever it costs to go through with the divorce. I want to urge everyone within the sound of my voice to do the opposite. 
I'd like to offer that the investment in your own mental health and well-being is one that will pay off for the rest of your life. Get yourself to a healthy, whole place where you become empowered to take responsibility for meeting your own needs emotionally, socially, and physically. Once you take responsibility for meeting your own needs, no matter what your circumstances are, you can make a better choice about staying in your marriage or ending it. I do realize it's not always possible to save a marriage when one person chooses to leave or end the relationship, regardless of what the other person wants, you can only respond accordingly, but it is surprising how many relationships can be repaired and rebuilt and better than ever before when one person takes responsibility for their own happiness. And when both people do, it is unbelievable what can happen. They can experience a joy and a happiness and a fulfillment in their marriage that they never knew was possible. And I have seen this happen in my own life and with my clients. And it's so amazing. I would love for you to experience this. You know, you chose this person that you married for a reason. And if you have children together, you will be in each other's lives, whether you're married or not. You cannot possibly understand how much more difficult and complicated your life can be when you add separate homes, visitation and custody issues, alimony and child support and ex-spouses and blended families and co-parenting and step-parenting and legal bills to your life. If you think it's difficult making your first marriage work, you have no idea how much more difficult it is to make a second marriage successful with all of those additional challenges and love it or list it example. It's like going from routine maintenance on an average home to restoring a hundred year old historic home. It's a whole different level of investment when you're in a second marriage. So do you want to love it or list it? Do you want a better relationship with your spouse? Do you want a happy marriage or do you want a divorce? Either way, you will make an investment. The question for you is what are you willing to invest in? What is the value of your own mental health? What is the value of your marriage? What would you rather invest in? I can tell you from personal experience and from what I have observed from working with my clients, making the investment in your own mental health and then in your marriage is the very best investment you can make. I just want to encourage everyone out there to reevaluate your marriage, really take an inventory and decide to invest in the current relationship you have now invest in yourself right now and improving your own mental health and well-being and then just see what happens what is the value of your marriage how much would you be willing to pay to save it how much would you invest to make it amazing i would love to show you how to do this so 
If you want to find out more about how to work with me, go to my website. I have lots of free resources there and um, set up a time to talk to me. And if you have liked listening to the podcast, please like and share and review it. I'd love to hear your comments. And I'd also love to hear what you would like to hear about in the future. So thanks for listening, guys. And I hope you have a great week. Bye, y'all. Are you struggling with the trials of divorce? There is a path to find joy in your journey. I would love to help you. Go to jenzingmark.com to get all the info. There you'll find a free download to help you start thinking happier thoughts today. And you can sign up to receive my weekly newsletter. If you like what you've heard here and want to dive deeper into this work, sign up for a free mini session with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.